Hey everybody, MegaRuler31 back here for FSI DFS. I know you can't see me, hopefully you can hear me. I've checked this a couple times. I'm actually away camping with the family. We're at Darien Lake Theme Park outside of Buffalo, New York. Really close to McKinley actually, so maybe I should drop in and see him at some point. Anyways, um, so I at least wanted to get the video out for you. We have an exciting 13 game slate tonight. So um, just going to go through things and break it down. And hopefully the tech works out and you can hear me and everything and we're good to go. So starting off with, uh, let's see, first game here is we have Tampa Bay and Baltimore. McClanahan and Watkins, a uh, little bit of weather concern right now, 35 to 40% chance of rain. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one. But McClanahan is definitely going to be your um, top pitcher tonight that you're going to want to look at. I know he got destroyed at the All-Star game and looked you know pretty bad there but he just has so much k upside and even though the orioles have been better i think he's definitely in a really good situation here against them spencer watkins on the other hand i can't um rule him out as a cheaper pitcher at 5-8 against tampa bay I mean, tampa bay is starting to get some pieces back but they still don't have their full lineup here so and there are some strikeouts there so i definitely you know in a gpp if you want to pay down He's fine, but I would not pay for him in cash. So Tampa Bay bats, I think, make a, a decent cheap stack. Um, just seeing, uh, you know, Loud's coming back. He, he's pretty expensive at 4.9, but the rest of the, the stack is um, pretty reasonable. It's low 4K, some guys in the 2K range there. More of a GPP thing that I'm looking at. And Baltimore, I think they'd be a, probably the top leverage stack because I think McClanahan's going to be everybody's SP1. Atlanta Braves and Philadelphia Phillies. We actually have a really good pitching matchup here. We have uh, Strider against Nola. Strider has a ton of upside. He can might give up some runs, but he's got um, some electric stuff for strikeouts. And the Braves and the Phillies, you know, both teams can have strikeouts. And you got Nola on the other side. So I think most people are going to lean Strider in this matchup here. 8-7 compared to 10K for Nola. But I think if we um, McClanahan gets rained out there that Nola is going to probably be the top pitcher on the slate here. Not opposed to putting both of them in your lineup. Uh, you're sacrificing the win, but definitely there's upside on both of them. And the bats are just simply leverage plays on this large slate. St. Louis and Toronto. Again, we have St. Louis first trip to Toronto. You have some really big names that are not vaccinated. Both um, Nolan Arenado and uh, Paul Goldsmith are not. So there's two huge bats out of their lineup. And um, I think some other minor uh, players too, some guys in the bullpen. So uh, that definitely waters down St. Louis, which makes Barrios at 7-9 a decent play. I don't think he's going to be a priority here, but I think you know if you want it for an SP2 or in a GPP, that definitely works here because it's not as potent of a St. Louis lineup as usual. Um, Palente on the other side, not interested in. I think Toronto's probably going to be a top slate on top stack on the slate outside of Coors Field has a 5.45 total so like any Toronto bat here I hope Toppy is back in the lineup he's just an absolute fire recently and he's actually been 2-8 even if he bats down 7th 8th or 9th the order I still really like him and St. Louis I think can be probably my second favorite cheap stack because there are some good bats in here and some actually some decent cheap guys you might be able to get against Barrios who has um, given up some home runs and runs so something to look at there Next up, we have Fenway Park. We have, it's only 79 degrees, which is not like 90 degrees like it was over last week, but wind blowing out a little bit, and this park has definitely been better for offensive recently. Cleveland's going to a bullpen game. Shaw opening. McCarty looks like the long reliever. Don't want either one of them, even though the Red Sox are 
banged up, I still respect some of the hitters that are in there. And Wisconsin on the other side, not interested. So I think Cleveland is definitely probably my fourth favorite stack here. 4.58 total and then Boston's my number one GPP stack just because they don't have their big bats but uh, again they, they should be rather cheap like Duran leading off Vasquez is way priced up now as a catcher but you know he's gonna get um probably see Shaw once but then get up against McCarty the lefty there um JD Martinez hopefully he's back with his back uh, spasm thing Bogart so you're gonna start out with a left righty and then go to the lefty and I think you can pretty much play anybody here because I think they all match up well and especially at the bottom of this lineup like Jeter Downs maybe he'll lead off or something but he's like 2k Jackie Bradley 2-1 Sanchez 2-1 even Dahlback at 2-5 is moving up into the middle of the order so lots of good bats there Cleveland side like I said I like them too there Quan's really cheap lefty matchup nailer you have a lot of um decent uh options there so Next up, um, we have uh, San Diego and Detroit. We have Clevenger and Garrett Hill. Uh, Clevenger, I think I'd definitely be interested in, especially on FanDuel. I think he's like the cheapest I dropped down to for um, a GPP for an SP1. Garrett Hill on the other side is one that you really um, probably don't really have any interest in him there. Uh, San Diego bats, definitely like him. Third um, best... Uh, one on the slate probably and if uh, course gets rained out then they move right behind Toronto against Garrett Hill definitely gives up a lot of um, power and hits um, really has a low K rate too and um, Detroit bats I mean it looks like they put up like 11 or 12 runs last night I actually stacked them so that's was pretty awesome worked out well um, you know Pavetta has been or no, actually I stacked them against the um, the chalk pitcher yet last night um, which, again, worked out really well. I stacked Cleveland on the other side against Pavetta, which didn't work out great. But um, it did, with my pitcher in combination, though, I did cash in a lot of GPPs with that. But Detroit here, really not interested in, um, in this matchup. Next up, we have uh, the Battle of New York, Subway Series here, Yankees and Mets, Montgomery and Walker. Don't really like Montgomery here. Mets are a tough matchup. Walker on the other side has been better. But I think, you know, this is a dangerous matchup against the Yankees. Uh, Yankees, I think, definitely make a good GPP stack against Walker if he reverts a little bit. And the Mets, I think, would be um, probably 150 max or a GPP stack here. So not super interested in um, either one of these games. I think teams, I think you just either stack them or fade them. Not really looking at one-offs there. There's so many other options on the slate. Minnesota and Milwaukee with Dylan Bundy and Ethan Small. Again, not really interested in these pitchers. I think Bundy, if you want to save a little bit, potentially... But uh, he's given up a lot of um, runs, and Milwaukee's been doing really well recently, and I really like the lefties on the Milwaukee team. Uh, small, I don't think he's really an option either. Low key rate here. I think he'll probably struggle. We'll see if Buxton's back in the lineup. If not, it's still like Correa, Garlic, um, a lot of right-handed power bats here from Minnesota. So Minnesota, like, is a GPP stack, and Milwaukee's same thing. I think either one of these, it's a 4.5 total. I think there's people in better situations, but then again, I do think, like, either one of these, if you want to stack them or take whatever the split one, so take Minnesota righties or Milwaukee lefties and or for fill-ins, I think that works. Little weather in Kansas City save. Looks like it's not going to be really bad until, like, 11 o'clock later in the game. Might be a, a little bit wet during the game, but I think it's fine. Jose Suarez and Zerpa, um, not really interested in 
either one of these pitchers either here. Um, so, but bat-wise, I mean, the Angels, they're, they're cheap, and I think they're decent fill-ins here against Zerpa, the lefty. So, really like um, the righties here, and even Otani, I'd take lefty and lefty on there. But you might be able to get a cheap catcher, if um, depending on who's there. Even Stassi at batting cleanup at 3-2 um, is not bad. And then really like um, Kansas City on the other side, two here. I think, you know, they're pretty cheap other than Witt at 4.9. Um, most of their 4K for Ben Attendee, but like under that, like you have got really cheap guys. And I even take like Suarez has really struggled and Angels have um, some bullpen issues too. So I take lefties or righties here for Kansas City. They may come a decent, if you want to stack them, that's fine. Or they make some decent cheap fill-ins. Okay. So finally Coors Field here. It looks like it's going to be a 40% chance of rain and then tapering off, so maybe just a delay here. Maybe they probably get this in and it's just a little bit wet. Michael Kopech and German Marquez. Uh, Kopech started off the season decent, but he's really struggled, so not interested in him. I'd rather have a lefty against the – or I'd rather pitch a righty against the Rockies. They hit lefties well, but I think in this case um, the – they look like a good offense against him here. And then Marquez on the other side has just struggled this season too. So White Sox, I think, would be my second favorite stack below Toronto. And then um, Colorado would be in the equation too. But just the way positionally they work with other stacks, I think they'd be my fifth um, favorite. So uh, next up we have Houston and Oakland. Um, well, actually, you know, Coors Field, like White Sox bats or Colorado bats, I think either one are fine. So Houston and Oakland, Garcia and Montas. Um, Odorizzi struggled last night against, and we thought, you know, he'd really dominate. So Garcia, I think at 9-1 is a little bit expensive, but it's it's good matchup against Oakland, so it should be okay. Montas on the other side, like Houston's always a hard matchup, so he's risky, but I think if you want to play him in a GPP at 9-6 just to be different, just in case he's got it's a really good night, think he's probably going to be traded so they might be like showcasing him so either he pitches a little bit and gets shut down early or he goes out there and they leave him just uh if he's doing well so could go either way so it's definitely a gpp play for both these pitchers here and then i think houston would just be a leverage stack of people are playing montas and oakland i was just in the leftover bin not super um interested in them san francisco and arizona now we hopefully have the t the matchup we were looking for yesterday that mckinley broke down we have uh we want the righties against tyler gilbert uh kelly came out as the pitcher so it looks like gilbert's gone tonight so i'm back in on the righties so Slater, Flores, well, okay, sorry, Carlos Rondon is on the other side against Arizona. He started out the season red hot and has just, like, flamed out and is just uh, uh, a hot coal at this point, not like a burning inferno. So is this a good get-right matchup? Potentially. Um, I think it's a situation where you play him in a GPP, uh, maybe play some Arizona bats against him, but I think that he'll give up some runs but it's not enough that you're going to stack Arizona and it's not going to be good enough to play him so I think it's kind of like a neutral matchup between the Arizona bats and him so kind of a wash and just not looking at the context of the slate um you know if it's a smaller slate like a 5v1 I think I'd look at it a little bit closer here both sides but here I'm just going to kind of pass but love these San Francisco bats like I said Slater Flores rough Mercedes at 2k if he's batting fourth that's an awesome awesome price there yes there's the pinch hit and in the um, comments of the video we had a, a good discussion on that yesterday where yeah San Francisco but Arizona does have lefties in the bullpen I didn't 
see, let me see if I can look up how many that they used yesterday, but I know they used five the previous day um, in the game. And so, and there's some of the guys are uh, banged up a little bit like Yastrzemski. So some of these guys might not get pinch hit for as um, regularly just with the makeup of the Arizona bullpen and some of the injuries that are on, on San Francisco right now. So it, it might be, again, just a good opportunity to kind of um, take advantage of these really, really cheap San Francisco bats in a good matchup. So Arizona won 7 nothing last night. So my guess is that they didn't use too many pitchers because it seemed like decent. So they, yeah, Kelly went 8, which is awesome, and they used, like, Middleton for two-thirds of an inning and Ramirez for one-third of an inning. So not um, so the bullpen should be at full strength there. But like I said, they, they do have, um, I think, about three lefties in there. So I don't think this pitch hit risk in this matchup is as much as usual. Washington and the L.A. Dodgers, Josiah Gray and Mitch White. Josiah Gray is having a good season. Uh, but up against the Dodgers, you always have to like kind of be fearful, especially the lefties. Uh, Mitch White on the other side, he's such a low-K guy. I think if you need somebody would probably win upside on FanDuel, maybe to go get like a complete game, or not complete game, but like a quality start for you, I think White you could maybe consider in GPPs, but overall I think we're just going to fade him there. Josiah Gray, I might play a couple times in GPP because the Dodgers, you know, can have an off night every so often, but definitely not playing in cash there. Um, definitely way too high priced and not a good matchup for him. Bat-wise, Washington there just goes in the leftover bin here. And uh, White is a low-K pitcher, so if you want to do like a mini stack with like Soto and Hernandez and like Bell or, or either Hernandez Cesar or Yadier both have like the splits advantage one's a split hitter the other's a lefty then go for it make a mini stack there and then if you want to do a late night hammer LA Dodger it's going to be a GPP stack just because they're too expensive like three minutes six two is just crazy I mean Jake Lamb kind of offsets it at two two there um Muncie's like super super cheap on uh fan I think he's only like two seven but on DK he's four two so that's where I'd probably be going with that Final game, I believe, here is Texas and Seattle. You have Dane Dunning and Kirby. I think this is a decent matchup for Kirby. I think behind us, um, between like Strider and Clevenger, he's the one I'm looking at in the mid-8K range here. If you want to take two of those pitchers, then you can definitely pay up for more for like Coors or some of these top stacks. Dane Dunning, not interested in um, Seattle. I just I think they're just sneaky good. They won a bunch of games in a row before the All-Star break. Like Julio Rodriguez is really coming around. He's up to 5-2, but just definitely has like like some power and some talent here. And I think hopefully this good young team like takes off and puts it together kind of like maybe Houston did about like 10 years ago when they started to really come together with all the prospects and young guys and a couple trades and stuff. So we'll see what happens there. So for those of you listening on the podcast, let me just run through things quickly for you. I have McClanahan, Nola, Garcia, and Rondon as my high price pitchers. McClanahan has the little bit of rain risk there. Nola um, takes on the uh, Braves. Garcia um, has a really good matchup against Oakland, and Rondon's really been struggling, so he's probably a GPP. Mid-range, we love Strider against uh, Philly. Kirby against um, Texas. Clevenger here, and then Barrios against the watered-down St. Louis team. In the cheap range, really don't have many white from the Dodgers, but he's very low-paid 
um, K guy. Zerpa, the ground ball pitcher, if you want to take a shot for Kansas City. And then Watkins for Baltimore. Like I said, there's really, really no um, guys here. Fading Shaw, Marquez, and Copez, and Coors, Gilbert, McCarthy. Risky is going to be gray against the Dodgers. Montas, um, Palante against the Blue Jays. Wiskowski and Fenway there, and Walker against the Yankees. And really have no interest in Hill, Suarez, Bundy, Smaller, Dunning. Top stacks tonight are going to be Toronto, the White Sox. Watch the weather there in Coors, San Diego, Cleveland, and Colorado. GPP full stacks would be Boston, New York, the Los Angeles Dodger lefties, Minnesota, and um, Milwaukee. Really cheap, San Francisco righties, St. Louis, without their big bats there, should have some value. Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and L.A., all really good matchups. Leverage against really good pitchers is going to be Baltimore, Philly, and Atlanta because they both have good pitchers against them, Arizona and Houston. And then the left in the 150 max, just the Mets, Seattle, and Texas, and then the leftovers I'm probably not even considering today are Washington, Oakland, and Detroit. So let's get you to some lineup builds, and we'll get you on your way here. So, um, sorry, it's misspelled. I tried to type this on my iPad as fast as I could. So that should be McClanahan as your SP1. I think that I'm going to, sorry about that. Going, thought I should shut my notifications off. Anyways, um, McClanahan is going to be the SP1 here. I think I can get up to Strider if I play all these San Francisco guys and still get a decent uh, White Sox lineup here. So I'm definitely going to hammer the right use for San Francisco and um, throw the Coors Field ones in there. I might go Toronto if I can't um, or if uh, Coors gets, or San Diego or Cleveland, if uh, Coors gets rained out. But I think I can get up to McClanahan and Nola. If not, I'm going to drop down to Strider um, or play one of those mid-range guys in Mass P2. For GPP, for DK, um, Strider and Barrios, I really like that combination with their upside. I'm going to pretty much um, take the Colorado side of it, Cron, Rogers, McMahon, Brian, and Joe. If you want to pivot off any of those, that's fine. And um, the Angels fit in here many different ways, and there's other cheap one-offs you can throw in there to finish off your GPP stack. For FanDuel, we have McClanahan. Uh, Mercedes are rough at um, catcher, first base position there. Uh, Flores, Bissette, Slater, and Springer. I was able to get a full stack here, but I needed to take a one-off, I think, at second base. Um, but depending if Toppy is in there, that makes the whole stack work. And then finally, GPP. Clevenger, Kron's really expensive, so I think I'm going to have to end up with Joe there. Um, Rogers, Anderson, Bryant, Sheets, or Vaughn. I was able to make a full... Um, Almost a full stack of both teams here, but I think I had like a my utility left over with 27, and I think I went with um, Muncie for now in my placeholder, but we'll see what happens. So, like I said, watch the weather in Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Angels, Kansas City, um, and Coors Field. And other than that, hopefully this video sounded good and you're able to get some good information. So um, if you have any comments, put them below. I'll try to get back to you on those. Uh, if there are any, any rain up or ch pitching changes or updates, check the comments back around 630 or so. And we'll throw some updates in the comments there. You can always reach out to me on Twitter at MegaRuler31. And I uh, appreciate you guys watching and we'll see you next time.